Okay, here we go. Two guys with faces for radio and voices for more traditional print media. Patreon, we have got, this was not our plan, but we just kind of started talking today about the regional meets and uh, we're excited. So uh, threw together some mock meets, did some talking, did some predictions, and we're going to collect that all here into a podcast with some uh, text in the show notes to go over our mock meets. 10 regionals, five teams advance, plus an additional 15 uh, individuals, not on advancing teams. We're not as worried about the advancing individuals this week. But this has been our thing all year. Leading up to this, we've separate the, separated them into tiers on occasions. We've moved them into different categories and up and down and ever all around. And here we go. So the mock meets, Taylor, are based exclusively off sectional results. Okay. That's a never remember. You know, I like to live dangerously. Yeah. Clearly, we understand that there are some athletes that maybe ran in the sectional, competed, but didn't do so as hard as they could. Which we in our own just glancing over the results, we don't think there was a lot of that. There was probably right. some of that, but just from our there's, own there's kind of certainly some. I, there, there didn't seem to be maybe as much as in years past. Would you agree? Definitely for the sectional round. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's the sectional round, but it's also the third to last round. And we didn't used to see a lot of that in the regionals. So right. I, I guess we saw the same amount this year in the sectional that we maybe would have seen last year in the regional round. There's some teams that get away with it that did it. For instance, I think like on the boys' side, Cameron Todd had like the – I like the 12th or so best uh, performance, but he's obviously not the 12th best guy. Like there's 0% chance he finishes 12th. Right. And there were some teams, not a lot. And I did mark these in this and we'll talk about it. There are some teams that didn't run key scores and they're available. So we'll talk about that when we get to it, that that may throw some of these scores off. Zionsville girls would be an example of that. Zionsville girls didn't run the top five at least. So all five projected scores. So they're barely making it out of their regional, but they're going to put those five girls in and they'll run. Now there's some schools, and we'll talk about this as well, that maybe didn't run a kid and that may mean that she or he isn't going to run this weekend because that athlete hasn't competed for weeks now. And I think that's a pretty fair assumption that you're either not going to compete or you're going to be severely hampered and, and won't be able to live up to your season average. Yeah. Okay. All those caveats for this. Plus there could be some errors. I mean, I did this manually uh, today, most of them today, some of them yesterday. Boys first year, New Haven boys. Top five, Warsaw, 86, Concordia, 93, Angola, 123, Wabash, 132, Oak Hill in fifth at 167. 11 point gap back to Carroll, 178, Homestead, 207, Columbia City, 244, Yorktown, 275, Wapahani, 289. Some of these I had 10, some I had 11, some I had seven. That's just where I kind of stopped calculating. Yeah. 
so that's an 11 point gap between Oak Hill and Carroll. Okay. My top five projected, predicted, I guess. Concordia, Warsaw, Oak Hill, Wabash, and Carroll. Who are your top five? My top five are Warsaw, Concordia, Oak Hill, Wabash, and Angola. Okay, so that's we we're peeking ahead a little bit. Now our order's a little different. Yeah. Uh we both had Oak Hill third and Wabash fourth. I think Concordia is going to win. You think Warsaw is going to win. But in the grand scheme of things, that's kind of inconsequential, right? Sure, right? Both teams are comfortably advancing on to the state meet. They'll both make it. And then as we get to next week, I mean, they probably have their own team goals for next week, but we don't see either of them getting onto the podium. It's a hard year to get on the podium. Yeah. So you like Angola and I like Carol. Now, Carol is another 50 points back from Angola. So why don't you talk about what you like for Angola? You know, I think Angola performed well at the sectional round last week. Uh, we talked about on the podcast, right, the effect of like, um, what have you done for me lately kind of thing. Um, so I, I think I, I think regardless of whether it's Angola or Oak Hill or Carroll, a couple of those teams that might be considered bubble teams for this regional, I think it's going to be very close. And I think, you know, you can gain a lot of confidence and, you know, uh, how am I doing right now going into, you know, what will be their biggest race of, of the season because uh, otherwise their season's over. So um, I, I just, I think something about Angola, I think they'll, they'll squeak in and get it done and build off their sectional performance. They had a pretty big spike in performance. I think sometimes I'm a little, wary of that spike that I, I i'm not sure it's sustainable yeah but i i think it's probably between those teams homestead who have we listed as likely almost all season uh looks like they're having some some pretty serious availability issues maybe they're going to try to trot uh one or both of those guys out there and then we would just see how big of a difference does that make but it's not like they're bringing in a, a kid that, you know, was like at an all state level that they're like, Hey, we just need you to run 1645. Yeah. And somebody just that if they point came point. in at their normal level would help them out quite a bit, but yeah. how reasonable is that at this point? Yeah. What do you like about Carol? They looked really good at the Laverne twilight. And okay. I think maybe potentially, and maybe this is uh self-serving even that I just like teams that run really well there. Uh, I don't know. I just have a feeling about Carol. I definitely think even though they're listed as fifth, we both have Oak Hill third in this mock meet. I think Oak Hill kind of cruised the sectional round a little more than maybe some of these other teams. Um, and some of these schools, it's like, well, we ran, we weren't purposefully, jogging we weren't purposely cruising but we know we're gonna run better in a big meet yeah and i think oak hill is one of those teams that they'll be able to step up their level of performance with the increased level of competition because these regionals certainly there's going to be some teams that aren't very competitive yeah and competitive at, at brownsburg or shelbyville may look a little different than competitive at uh at new haven or, or new prairie in, in that kind of five six seven range 
but there's good, just going to be way more teams. There's going to be 25 complete teams. Yeah. Versus these, most of these sectionals only had eight, 10. And even some of those 10 were like, yeah, there's, there's enough finishing the race, but it's not, it's two to three minutes back per score. Yeah. New Haven girls. We didn't really have need for a mock meet. I said Concordia, Homestead, Carroll, Warsaw, and East Noble, and you said the exact same thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty clear cut that those five have separated themselves, and there's too big a gap back to the sixth team um, that, you know, they just likely won't be competitive in the sense of uh, having a shot at advancing. New Prairie boys. Okay. This was surprising when I looked through it and added up the scores because the team – that we'd had as fifth and as a contender and never in the likely category is now, I guess, seeded is maybe the right word is projected based on these sectional performances. They're projected to win the whole thing. Yeah. But it looks like it's going to be decently close. So one Laporte 97, two Penn 106, three Northridge 134, four Valparaiso 134, Five, Lake Central, 176. Six, back to Mishawaka, 198. Seven, Goshen, 202. Eight, Portage, 211. Nine, Chesterton, 217. I picked yeah. Valpo, Penn, Northridge, Lake Central, and Laporte. Who did you pick? I also picked Valpo, Northridge, Lake Central, Penn, and Laporte. So I think even though these sectional performances – may uh, skew toward Laporte, you and I still feel pretty good about the Valparaiso Vikings and the fact that they'll likely win this regional. I don't think they're the biggest lock of any of the boys' regional teams to win, but I, I feel pretty good about them. Yeah. I feel like I feel better about Valpo than I do about Concordia, even though Concordia is much closer in the mock meet. On the New Prairie girls side, this, now we did pick the same five teams. Yeah. But this, I think, is going to be closer. I think the boys, it's much more likely that those are the five teams that make it. I think on the girls side, there's definitely more teams that could get into it. So, number this one. going to be likely one of the closer uh, regionals in terms of getting out. Uh, mm-hmm. out of the 10 I think this is going to be put this in the top two or three I would say yes you know so this is certainly one to keep an eye on if you're a fan of the sport regardless of the specific area first Valpo 64 second Lake Central 134 third Penn 137 fourth Morgan Township 142 fifth Portage 176 and then back to sixth, there's only a six, a five-point gap. Sixth, Chesterton, 181. Seven, Crown Point, 193. Eighth, Northridge, 237. And I, I double asterisked that because Northridge did not run, I believe, two of their scores. Correct, two. In the, and and they would, they would both make a pretty substantial difference in the scoring here. And so when I kind of, yeah, 
So one, yeah. the number two runner who has a season rating of 2014 and their number four runner who has a season rating of 2102. And they went down. I mean, they lost, you know, potentially a minute and a half between the two of them and yeah. overall time, which a minute and a half would, would erase that, that 61 point gap up to Portage. I do think too that Elsie Penn and Morgan Township will close that gap to Valpo a little bit potentially, but I definitely think Valpo girls are going to win. So I picked Valpo, Penn, Morgan Township, Lake Central, and Northridge, even though Northridge is eighth in this mock meet. And yeah. you picked. I also picked Valpo to win. And then I think it would be very close for two, three, but I like Lake Central and then Morgan Township. Penn and then Northridge being the fifth school to make it out. I like the security of Penn, I think, over Morgan Township and Lake Central. Now, Morgan did have a girl that was, for whatever reason, uh, was like two or three minutes off of her usual performance. Yeah. So, and they're relatively close to those other ones that if she were to run more normal, um, at the at the regional that that would presumably vault Morgan Township ahead of them, but I think Penn cruised a little bit at the at the sectional round. Sure, sure. Uh, Brownsburg boys. This one's a little more straightforward with one caveat, and we'll get into that. Uh, Carmel. 27, Zionsville 73, Brownsburg 89, Avon 150, North Central double asterisk 228, sixth, Chatard 238, so only a 10 point gap, Pike 240, 12 point gap, Harrison 248, 20 point gap, Terre Haute South 255, Lafayette Jeff 258. So by the numbers there, potentially that looks incredibly close with a like 30 points is a lot if it's 70 to 100 30 points is not nearly as much if it's 230 to 260 right but north central's number typical number two runner didn't run in the sectional and it's the only meet that he's missed all year yeah if he runs that saves north central 30 to 40 points probably in this. And then yeah. they're quite a ways back, quite a ways ahead of the rest of the teams. And on INCC stats, they have like a 90 some percent chance to make it. I think Chatard was very close to North Central at the sectional. And Chatard has some front running, like potentially two in the top T 10 scores seems aggressive because there's, you got, you know, you got 15 combined from Carmel, Zionsville, and Brownsburg up there. Uh, but but two scores pretty high up. Right. Two kind of front runners at this regional level. But they're going back. Each of these schools at fourth and certainly at fifth is putting a lot of points on there. Yeah. We're talking scores in the like mid-17s for performance rating. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, if you're Chatard as that example – you know, INCC stats gives them a basically a one point six percent chance at advancing. So it's um, 
it's quite the drop off after the first uh, couple in contention. So I, I would guess, you know, if, if the runner from North central missed for a reason that is going to linger and, and affect him, certainly affect his availability for this weekend, then things get interesting with teams that probably haven't really thought about making it to the state meet that we haven't thought about at least. Uh, but obviously those, those front four are pretty far out there. Uh, North central has been better than Avon statistically this year. Uh, but Avon, Avon's passed the eye test for us. I think more, yeah. more this season than North central has. Yeah. And I, I, you know, did you share your picks yet? Uh, Carmel, Zionsville, Brownsburg, Avon, North Central. Okay, mine are Carmel, Zionsville, Brownsburg, North Central, and Avon. So I think we both agree that those are the schools <clears throat> that will make it out on the boys' side. I'd be surprised if North Central beats Avon. Avon's looked a lot better the last two or so weeks. Two to three I weeks. Think, I think if uh, Hostetler comes back, and runs for North Central, uh, that's really going to help them uh, quite a bit. I think if you look at the sort of the season long uh, predictions, I, I or projections that is, um, I I think they sort of favor North Central. Um, but you know we'll kind of see how see how that works out. You're, you're saying hey, Avon's looked really good the past few weeks, and obviously that that means something, right? Again, how are you right. doing? Well, and this is this is interesting as we get into the Brownsburg and the Shelbyville ones, in that these are teams that it both of these regionals haven't made it consistently, especially in this Brownsburg one, that we're going to just see at the state meet more, even though the teams may not necessarily be better than their teams were in 2019 or 2021, but in 2023 and in 2024, 2025, so on and so forth these teams are more likely to make the state meet because they're now essentially five. I'm sorry. They're essentially 10 central Indian, 10 Indianapolis area spots. And then so you're drawing from some places outside of that with teams that have traditionally made it the last few years, right? The Terre Haute area, the Lafayette area. Um, and we're going to get into that on, on the girls side here, but uh, those are teams that made it out of new Prairie that, that certainly would not have made it from the old Shelbyville semi-state. Okay. Brownsburg girls. This is in the, you mentioned uh, the top two or three most interesting regionals of the 10 between boys and girls. This is in the top two or three, and this I, might be number one. I think it might be. Again, based exclusively off sectional performances, adjusted performances on INCC stats. And someone else could throw these into an Excel spreadsheet and do a better job than I did. And it would, it would move things around potentially a few points, but this gives you an, a, a very good idea. I, I, I'm pretty sure I didn't miss some, something huge. First, North Central 48, second, Carmel 102, third, Brownsburg 140, fourth, Harrison 155, Fifth, Zionsville, 168. Carmel, Zionsville, both with, with asterisks here. And there's only two, and there really could be like four or five. Because each of those two teams sat important scores. And enough of them that 
were not worried about availability on either one um, because they sat so many that those teams are going to make it out. So we won't spend any more time worrying about that. So Zionsville was 168. Burbuff is also 168. Again, Zionsville is going to make it out because they're going to insert their five regular scores back in this week. Zionsville 168, Chatard 206, Avon 208. Okay, I picked North Central Carmel, Zionsville, Harrison, and Brownsburg. You picked Carmel, North Central, Zionsville, Brownsburg, and Burbuff. So the only spot that we differ, other than I, I, I put Brownsburg fifth and you put them fourth, is that I'm picking Harrison and you're picking Burbuff. Yeah. You know, Burbuff, um, we talked about this uh, this past week in here on the uh, sectional recap podcast. Burbuff uh, got a, a score back, uh, a big a big time uh, point score, um, you know, who, who wasn't necessarily up on that uh, preseason level, but wasn't too far off. And that was a big difference maker. Um, so, you know, if she can come back and score uh, for them at that high level again, that gives them uh, a really good chance. INCC stats likes them at a 39.1% chance uh, to advanced. Uh, sort of too advanced compared to Harrison's 16 and a half percent. And, um, you know, obviously these, you got to go out there and run the race, but um, you know, to me that adds a little bit more to the uh, Burbuff Braves and their shot at making it out. Now you mentioned Burbuff's percentage chances, Avon's percent, or I'm sorry, uh, Harrison. Harrison's percentage chances. Avon has been a team that's been up there all year. 54% chance to advance per INCC stats. They're quite a bit back here in this mock meet. Chittard isn't a team we've really thought of all that much at all. Chittard is buoyed by two in the top 10, and they're only going to score four because because Julia score, uh, ironically, is not going to score any points because she's very likely to win the race. Right. So she's only going to she's only going to add one point to her team's total um how would you classify brownsburg i think brownsburg is um somewhere between the likely to on the bubble type section right i think brownsburg is a team that we looked at throughout the season and um as you came up with the uh, sort of t regional tiers. I think often they were in the likely category. Uh, would you say that's pretty fair? You were a little more bullish on them early on. And then I think at points in the season, I had moved them into likely out of contender. I think yeah. I would put them as a contender going into this one though. I don't want to overreact to last week and who knows how hard uh, different athletes were running uh, you know, what the strategy was. They're still listed as 90% on INCC stats. Yeah. Um, but some of these teams are just kind of emerging over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I I picked them. I, I do think they'll make it. I think they're, they're definitely far enough ahead of yeah. some of those other teams because – North Central Carmel and Zionsville are definitely going to be Brownsburg. Right. But that still leaves two spots, meaning that one of these teams can beat them. The new look for buff team 
Harrison, Avon, Shatard, they just can't get beat by two of them. I think that could happen. You think they could get beat by two of them, or you think that it won't happen, that they'd fall out to sixth? I think it could happen. I think it okay. could happen. Okay. Um, I, you know, I wonder if I'm if I'm Avon, I guess I'm kind of feeling like, hey, we didn't run as well in the sectional. And knowing nothing of the team strategy, assuming that they just went in and ran as hard as they could. And I think there's value in just saying, well, we'll, we'll probably run better next time because we probably won't run like that two weeks in a row. We'll probably right. just run better next time. Yeah. I mean, how many times as a coach have you said that to a kid, right? It's like sure. they're down on themselves and you just go up to them and be like, oh, you'll run better next time. Yeah, we'll be all right. It's like, oh, okay. Shake it off. Be good. Um, you know, Burbuff, Burbuff has an athlete that hasn't, didn't race in the sectional and hasn't raced for several weeks. Yeah. And that's like a minute difference going down to their, their next runner that they would need to score. And I, I think that could potentially be the difference between making it out or not making it out. Um, So, you know, is that someone that, that they could throw in and maybe she does enough to, to help them out what percentage chance is that to happen we we know none of this we know none of this yeah uh because we're you know we're not we're not there uh yeah. i think shatard's a little farther back I, i'd be i'd be surprised if shatard made it out um harrison has has been kind of in the contender category on the girls side for the brownsburg regional all season yeah but part of that i feel like is i just it felt like those it were it was the top five teams, Avon, Brownsburg, and then the top three that we already mentioned. Um, and I just needed somebody else to put in there. But now suddenly you look at this and they're that's that's not I mean, when you factor in Zionsville running better, I guess it's only a 13 point gap back to for buff. But Harrison to me is gonna be prepared. They're in impeccably coached um i think i think she does some of the best work of any coach in the state without a lot of the accolades because it's it's just not the same you know it's not as big of a school doesn't have the same resources and things like that 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 you might see at brownsburg or zionsville or hamilton southeastern um i like harrison's chances to get out i really do okay yeah. And maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. I've also looked over this all year and I've, you know, gone cross-eyed over the last few days with all the math. So this one's a little more straightforward. Shelbyville boys. First, Fishers, 46. Secondville, Secondville. Second, yeah. Noblesville, 70. Third, Hamilton Southeastern, 96. Fourth, Franklin Central, 107. Fifth, this is double asterisk, but maybe it could be one asterisk. Center Grove 171. Center Grove's number three runner did not run in the sectional. He's run every other race. So we have good reason to believe he's going to be inserted and run at his normal uh, potential this, this week. Sixth, Greenfield 181. Seventh, Mount Vernon 184. I picked Noblesville, Fishers, HSC, Franklin Central, and Center Grove. Who'd you pick? I picked Noblesville, Fishers, HSC, Franklin Central, and Center Grove. So we agree and we agree on the order. I think, you know, what's uh, uh what's your reasoning there with the like Fisher's beat Noblesville pretty handily at the sectional. 
Yeah, but Noblesville is a team better built for a larger meet, right? The regional, you know, you mentioned this, we talked earlier, 25 teams will be point scorers up there. Um, I just think Noblesville is a little bit better in terms of the, uh, you know, one through five spread and the bigger the bigger team. And I think the advanced analytics go with it. And the fact that uh, while Fishers may have, you know, uh, just a, what, maybe three points, honestly, and they're t- Two guys, yeah, they're, they they're top two. I think they'll, they'll probably go one, two, right? Likely go one, two, but I think it's their four, five that just kind of gets buried a little bit further back. And while Noblesville may not necessarily be that far, um, you may have as many guys up at the very front, uh, they won't be too far behind, and they're going to have guys uh, that should probably beat them at the three, four, five spot enough uh, to come away with the win. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, INCC stats. They've got it separated by regionals. And Quagley, Rowley, and Kim are by far the top two in that uh, in that regional. So they will go one, two. So essentially, Fishers is scoring three. They are. And then you look at – But that's Noble. not a – sorry, it's not as big of an advantage at the regional meet as it would be, say, going one, two at the state meet. Right, because you've got, in this case, Noblesville as the, the main competitor there – They've got a kid who's seated, you know, fifth or projected to be fifth. They've got two more inside the top 10. So they now get three in the top 10, um, you know, where you have to go further back for, for Fisher. So I think that's, that's where the bigger meet scenario helps the Millers. And I feel like Noblesville just didn't run very well last week. Yeah. And I don't know that that's some sort of precursor to, to different things down the road as much as it's just the old will run better next week. Sure. Uh, this one also decently straightforward for the girls, thankfully. Uh, on the mock meet, first, Noblesville, 62. Second, HSC, 75. Third, Franklin Central, 101. Fourth, Westfield, 165. Fifth, Guerin, 189. 38-point gap back here. Center Grove, 237. East Central, 239. Uh, Franklin in eighth, 249. Pendleton in ninth, 272. Ron Colley in 10th, 287, and Mount Vernon was also 287. I picked Noblesville, HSC, Franklin Central, Westfield, and Guerin, and you picked? I picked Noblesville, HSC, Franklin Central, Westfield, and Guerin. So we agree again. So we didn't – Fishers boys beat Noblesville boys. We make the flip in our predictions for the regional. We didn't make the flip with Noblesville and HSC – HSC had beaten Noblesville a lot earlier in the season. Now Noblesville has beaten Southeastern the last couple of weeks. Do we feel like maybe that is more of a trend? I think it's certainly turning the tide. I think we could definitely, if we see a sizable gap, uh, double digits, let's call, let's define sizable as double digits in this meet format between Noblesville and HSC uh, with Noblesville winning, then I think they they could be uh yeah then i would say the answer is yes uh, certainly uh but going into the state meet um they just seem to be the team that we thought they were going to be all season long the past couple weeks and it's paying off for them modern day boys is the last of the regionals didn't make a mock meet on this and we just we, i ran out of time um and in fact uh, one other person had made the mock meet for the shelbyville regional using my uh method uh, for of sectional performances, but I I kind of am interested. I would be interested. Maybe I'll do one tomorrow if I find a little bit of time. 
just because to see how these top four teams stack up against each other to see who may win this regional, you know, this, this round to us uh, from a state level tends to be more about advancement than winning the meet. Uh, but I'm interested to see, and this was my regional for uh, Indiana runner for the regional rankings. So I picked Bloomington North, Floyd Central, Columbus North, Wrights, and Bloomington South. And you picked? I picked Bloomington North, Columbus North, Floyd Central, Wrights, and Bloomington South. If you had to pick one of those teams to finish on the podium at the state meet, do you do you favor Bloomington North? Absolutely. I've been Team Cougars since, what, uh, 10 months ago at least, right? I'm not giving up on them now as we got uh, about 10 days to go to the state meet. So – let me tell you, the Cougars, they look great. The uh, analytics back it up. Uh, they're running well when they need to take care of business and advance this Saturday and uh, put all the focus on Terre Haute after that, baby. Let's go. We're very confident it's going to be those five schools, though. This is the most set, I think, of all the 10 different regional meets. Yeah, I think the the gap back to six is just too significant. I think you're looking at – you know, possibly, uh, what, maybe 60, 70 points, honestly, separating fifth and sixth uh, if you go out there and, and do the mock meet on it. So I I don't see a lot of a lot of movement happening there. The girls' meet looks a lot closer than we would have thought before the sectional round. First, Columbus North, 69. Second, Bloomington South, 79. Third, Corden Central, 125. Locks. They're all getting through. Fourth, Jasper, 176. Fifth, with an asterisk, Edgewood, 187. Sixth, Floyd, 193. Seventh, Bloomington North, 232. Here's the asterisk for Edgewood. They didn't have their fifth runner run in the sectional. Confirmed she's going to run in the regional. Don't know why she sat. Maybe it's something that could impact her performance, but I do think that that's more than enough to get Edgewood through if the yeah. rest of the runners run at about the same performance level that they had the last several weeks. And they looked really good at the Nike meet and they looked okay at the sectional, but they were behind Jasper. I think it, the last spot comes down between Jasper and Floyd. Floyd's got one or two scores that haven't raced in a long, long time. So I don't think they are going to run. I picked Columbus North, Bloomington South, Corden, Edgewood, and Floyd in that order. You picked? I picked Bloomington South, Columbus North, Corden, Floyd, and Edgewood. So, again, we agree on those teams to advance, and I think you and I, we flipped both uh, Bloomington South and Columbus North along with uh, Floyd and Edgewood. Jasper looked good in the sectional. Jasper looked better than they have recently, I believe in the sectional i think it's 50 50 between jasper and floyd jasper's got they've got a little more wiggle room they've got a they've got a bigger margin of error than floyd based on their depth yeah and this is the time of year where you'd like to have some margin of error I'd rather have a little more margin of error than I than I'd like to have the upside in this situation. Yeah, because you just want to make it right. I mean, like at, right. at this point, it's not necessarily about competing to win the regional. It's about let's live to fight another week, right? And then we get to Terre Haute and we do our very best, and then 
some of that upside or whatever sounds fun, but um, really it's just about advancement. Yeah. I was talking to another coach about this somewhat recently. Like I'd rather put, if you're trying to, if you're trying to win the state meet or finish on the podium or something, that's a far reaching goal that you're more likely to not do it than you are to do it. That makes sense. Then I'd rather take a, have a big swing or have the upside. But if it's this kind of war of attrition of just getting these last, this last spot and just beating one other team in your kind of sphere, your tier, your, uh, ballpark of of ability level in that case i'd I'd probably rather have hey we got seven good ones that if we score any of these seven we're probably going to be okay versus holding your breath that those five can can get it done even if the five are better than the other team's five sure yeah so i'll be i'll be interested to see how that one comes in i think that's probably one of our top three modern day girls brownsburg girls and then what was the boys one we talked about uh, boys one being, I believe, uh, was a new, Prairie, new Haven, new Haven, sorry. new Haven, new Haven. And I, you and I talked about this. None of these teams are in control of how the IHSA draws the map, but oh my gosh, the new map that has sent so many of these schools to new Prairie and has made new Haven not very treacherous not very treacherous resistance and uh yeah just just in this new prairie one four of the top seven teams uh on the boys mock meet were new haven teams last year and only one team at new haven was a new prairie team last year so that has really changed the the dynamic yeah and then on top of that two teams that will advance and would be the top two teams in New Haven, if they were still there, have gone down to Shelbyville. So they've lost quite a lot of power. Five, I believe. They've lost five teams. They've lost six teams that that could contend out of New Haven and then only added one. So yeah. can't wait. Well, we'll be yeah. following it Saturday on our phones. Here we go. No live scoring. Time. Live score your Live score your meets and let people see the results instantaneously, please. Ditto. A plus what? What does it say? A plus what on your mug here? A plus teacher. It was A plus teacher. Wow. With it's, uh, uh, <laughs> it's like yeah. the uh, the old Michael Scott, world's best boss. Oh, Spencer bought at Spencer's gifts. Yeah, yeah, love that. Now, is that uh, did you buy that or um, after someone, some, cahoots, some, do they just send it to someone? But yeah, someone bought it for me. Strangely enough. Hey, uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, let's go buffs. Let's go buffs. I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love my guys. I love my little dudes. They my little guys. I love them.